Welcome to the Nylons and Pylons podcast, episode one, hosted by Camille Knight and me, Blake Knight. And uh, we're happy to have you here. It's January 13th, 2020. Tonight's the night of the national championship. And I'm going to intro one of your hosts, who is my daughter, Camille Knight. She is a college student and loves social media and anything influencer-driven. She actually is a pretty nice dresser, and she's a beautiful young lady. But anyway, without further ado, she also has a lot of great opinions on football. Cowboys fan, Sooners fan, don't hold that against her, Camille Knight. Thank you. Um, And then your second host, Mr. Blake Knight here. He is a father, a husband... He's a father of six, might I add. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's a husband. He was a rapper back in his day. Um, now I have no... Professionally, my Professionally, head. yes, yes. But now I have absolutely no idea what he does for a living. But it's something that involves business or something. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, but he loves football, and he's a bit of a couch potato football head coach. He wishes he were a head coach, so... Sofa head coach. Yes, huh? sofa head coach. And, yeah... All right. Perfect. Well, why don't you tell us who our sponsor for this show is today, and um, we'll kind of jump into the first segment. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Funbox Pop-Up Selfie Museum. Step into Funbox, where each room sparks wonder and surprise. This 9,000-square-foot maze features 60,000 unique pieces, urging you to express yourself however you please. Check out locations at funbox.com. If you're in... Southern California, you got to check it out. Celebrity Suite about it. A bunch of influencers have gone. I've been personally. It's perfect for kids, parents, anybody who likes to take pictures. I loved it. It was really fun. So check it out, funbox.com. Yes, awesome. So our first thing, we're going to talk about the national championship game tonight. The Natty, as we like to call it. Great night for college football. We've got an epic matchup here. Um, Number one, LSU. Number three, Clemson. I think Clemson should be number one because they've won 20-some-odd straight games. They won last year's championship. They still haven't lost. They have the same quarterback, a lot of the same position skill players. Um, and I think it should be like a heavyweight title. You win it, you're the, you're the champ till somebody knocks you off. And I think it's a slight to them. Dab, uh, Dabo Sweeney has used this for his motivation all year long. It's been the narrative. It worked against Ohio State. Question is, does it work against LSU? See, I disagree with you. I think LSU is is rightfully number one. I think Joe Burrow has has pulled through. I think he's really made, you know, they've really come to play. They they have destroyed almost everyone they've played, even great teams. I mean, they beat Alabama. They really have done Listen, what they were supposed to do. they've answered the bell. You're right. Yeah. They've had a tough schedule in the SEC. They, yeah. They've handled everyone they've, they've played. I just, I don't know. I think it's a respect thing, especially when you haven't lost. I mean, um, I think Clemson's always been good, and their their program is pretty good. So they've been great the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that you know LSU has has kind of risen up from being kind of okay and not awesome to now you know being number one, killing it. Joe Burrow and Heisman. I mean, it's it's been a back to back kind of thing for them. So you hear that helicopter? Yes. We are on the verge of World War Three, you know, with all oh, these God. Iran, Iraq stuff, but we won't get into politics. That's one thing you'll love about this podcast. You won't hear hardly anything no, about politics. Because voting's not real. Because voting's not real, of course. That's, that's a hot sports opinion that she has. Um, well, you know, with all the awards and everything, LSU is the five-point favorite. Um, 
the over under is 110, which they which Vegas thinks it's going to be a 52 to 48 game, or you know however you want to add that 110 up. I personally think it's going to be high 30s, maybe low 40s. I'd do an over under at 90, but you know I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, this will be interesting because it's a number one rated defense versus number one rated offense, mm-hmm. and you may say number two defense. Like there's different publications kind of have them ranked by different criteria, but. Overall, you've got a top one or two offense versus top one or two defense in the yeah. nation. I don't think there's any question that that's going to be a battle of strengths mm-hmm. for teams. For sure. Um, but what's your prediction on this one? <laughs> My prediction's LSU. I'm, I'm going to give them 10 points. So you think they'll cover the spread of five? 100%. And what, what, how many points you think is being scored today? You think it's going to be less than 110? Are you taking the over or the under? Oh, oh, the under. So you think it's going to be less than 110? 100%. I okay. think it's probably going to be like... 27 to 34, maybe. So 34 27, yeah. a seven point win. Yeah. LSU. That'd be what? Eight, uh, 71 points? Yeah. Well, um, see, I think it will be higher than that because Clemson was number four ranked in offense this year. So you have number one and number four. Uh, LSU's defense was actually ranked 28th, which tells you you can score a little bit on them. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma ended up getting, what, uh, 30. What was the final score though? Sixty six to thirty one or twenty seven or no 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 it was in the thirties. I thought it was like that was thir- oh sixty three twenty eight. So yeah, we got a resident numbers guy here. Our six year old, my six year old son Lennox, and her little brother is like a numbers freak, and he also loves football. Which by the way, I got to brag on him. His first flag football game last week, two touchdowns within the last final minute to win the game, and then three yesterday. When mom and I were in Miami, I'm just I'm proud of him. He loves the game. It's going to be a fun, fun couple years to come with him. But yeah, 63-28. So Oklahoma got four touchdowns on them, and and OU really was one dimensional. You know, a lot of the season on on with just the quarterback doing every play. So I don't know. I think Clemson. I think they'll score some points on LSU because the defense is not phenomenal. And I think that um, I think it'll be a I think it will be a high scoring game. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take the I'm still gonna take the under. I think it's gonna be more like a hundred points, maybe a little less, maybe in the nineties. But I think Clemson is maybe an unpopular opinion, but I've had a strange posi- uh, position and, and suspicion, I guess I should say, all year long that Clemson gets it done because they've been overlooked and kind of under the radar. So that's my unpopular opinion of the of the week. Speaking of unpopular opinions. Oh, that goes into our next seg- segment, Unpopular Opinions. Oh, well, okay. Um, I guess you could say I really segued that one. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, firstly, I don't care about what a player does off the field. So that's an unpopular opinion? Yes. I, you know... I don't care That's about- a tough one because... I guess you could say that's true, that that's unpopular. I think a lot of people probably don't care either. I think if you ask them, I think if you ask people in public, they'd care more than if you ask them in private, right? Yeah. Because they don't want to be perceived as someone who would be okay with someone doing domestic violence, which none of us are really okay with that. Yeah. Or anything like that. Of course not. Um, But I do believe that depending on the position and the the sport, that it it should matter. Because I think in, in order to have a good team approach... That can eventually get you some kind of chip, some kind of championship. Um, I, I think you've got to have guys with character. Otherwise, when the going gets tough, you know, I mean, if you're steamrolling everybody and you're not the quarterback and don't have to really display a lot of leadership, maybe so. 
I think if you're a quarterback, you got to be crystal clean. I mean, I think you got to. I, I would not want a quarterback who you got to worry about off the field. I think just because that gives anxiety to you as a program, because it could dist- you could derail your whole deal. Okay, well, sure, but as a fan, like you say, for the derail the program. My thing is also I don't I don't care about the the like it's like the pro- how the program looks will not make me not be a fan. That yeah, doesn't matter. I, I get it. I think it's more so in in, in college with reputation than it is in the pros. Yeah. Because the pros is a business and it's very cutthroat in business. Exactly. But uh, that's an that's an interesting yeah, that's an interesting opinion. I do care if it's egregious, but if it's a kid making a bad mistake, I mean I think everybody deserves a second chance. Um especially mm. to work. So I think I think if it's quarterback especially I don't know. I just think that's kind of a deal breaker. What's next? Um this is a little bit more pop culture, mm-hmm. but Justin Bieber, who okay. has kind of been in hiding. Your fave, my who I've favorite. made fun of since you loved him yes, at the tender I age of however old that was. forever be a fan. <laughs> the Biebs. Forever be a fan of the Biebs. He now has a new song out that I called Yummy. I like it. Okay. The general opinion, I think now, is that it's terrible. Okay. I think you would absolutely hate it, to be honest with you. I know, for the record, I do know he's, it's not his best. I don't not like it, though. And I know he's gonna hate it with everything in his his soul. He's gonna really despise it. Yeah, you got that Okay. Alright. I like the keys. Very dope. But it's just it, it just continues that whole monotonous style of soul music right pop pop R and B soul music right now. Yeah, this is it all started, I think. With that guy with the who had the dumb hair before he cut it off. The well, weekend? Yeah, the weekend. Who is nee, 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 nee. one of the most like famous a, and I don't look, I don't care if they're famous. No, but I'm saying like It's the monotone, no variation to the melody. Remember, uh, I'm a songwriter too. Oh god. No variation to the melody. Boring. Love the weekend bleh. also, by the way. So the yummy thing, I don't know. I don't like it already. I know. You knew that already. I knew you weren't going to like it. But I like that's, it. Is that an unpopular opinion yes. for me or no, for you? For gen- no, no, no. So most people don't like most it. Most people don't like it. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I like it. Well, I but, just like that he's back. I'm excited about that. So. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, it's kind of like when the Steelers or the Cowboys are bad in football. Yeah. You want them to be good. You want them to be in the mix. Yeah, exactly. It's good for the Beebs in today's time to be to be. Yeah, in. now he's got a new documentary coming out on YouTube, which is cool. Yep. He got married, which is cool. Interesting. Happy for him. Interesting. Well, hey, I want to jump back into the, nat- the natty talk because I think I, I think there's my next thing I want to talk about really has a lot to do with that. I'm going to bring up my little stat sheet too that I came up with here. Uh, we're going to talk about the spread offense, okay? The spread offense, you know, originally in the early 20s down in Brownwood, Texas, which you may not have known, no. your home state. You know, went through many metamorphoses over the years, came to the college ranks, and all this different stuff. You know, for for the modern era, Texas Tech had a lot to do with it. Mike Leach, Oklahoma, you know, his roots. Um, you know, Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury. These are all guys that have been in the mix of this of this spread offense in this new millennial. Mm-hmm. And or new millennium, I should say. The problem I have with it, okay? And and Cliff Kingsbury's done pretty well his first season, I think, cuz he had one win last year, had five this year and tied a game. Rookie quarterback Terrible defense, not a great offensive line. Um, Kyler seemed to have a pretty decent season for a rookie. Mm-hmm. And maybe Kingsbury has figured something out. Now, 
the problem I have with this is if you is I looked back, I took the last 19 championship teams. This year, tonight, we'll have the 20th one. Mm-hmm. And out of those 19 champions, mm-hmm. 13 of those were the better defensive team. Three of those were the better offensive team, and then there were three outliers that kind of didn't make any sense either way. Mm-hmm. My thought is if you don't play defense, you don't win a championship. I think if you look at Clemson, you look at Alabama, them flip-flopping back and forth, I think they're both strong defensive teams usually speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Alabama's kind of slipped a little bit with this spread offense because I just think it's not complementary to a lockdown defense. Spread offense often don't have their – or often gets their defense on the field more because they either score quickly or sometimes it's three and out because they're running exotic plays that don't always work. And I just – I don't know. I think that says a lot by the numbers. And I'd like to see – Programs getting back to more of a defensive approach in, in college football, and now it's spreading into the pros, and defense is getting tougher to play. Yeah. The deeper the team and on defense, the better. So, you know, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on I, this? I agree with you. My thing with it also is that almost every offense is pretty good. So I feel like defense is where things lack a little bit now because mm-hmm. it's, it's a harder I think personally it's probably a little bit harder to play because there's you know everybody every every offense is pretty great so I think now look the re- defense wins championships is is a mantra for a reason and I think that the fact that I, I agree with you I think they should kind of tone it down a little bit because I want you know and defenses tire out so fast I, I don't know I think the the defense should get. I think they should get more credit for all the hard things. Yeah, because usually offensive these days are like yeah. what everybody. Everybody's that, great at offense. At that's this point. the that's the sexy thing. Is yes, you have yes. A, you have so, a high flying offense. Yes, right? that's what um, everybody wants to draft. They want to draft in offense. They want to you know they yeah. want to do all these things. Even the coaching changes yes. these days. A lot of them has been are they an offensive mind? Yes. Just to before we wrap up this part of the. Uh, of the segment, I just want to I want to say that Rusty Russell is the grandfather of the spread. Oh, well, that's according to Wikipedia. I mean, you know, um, Howard Payne University in Brownswood, Texas, and the coach of the Fort Worth's Mas- Masonic Home and School. So this seems to be, and this was in 1927. So it seems to be a high school of some sort. Love that. Which is <laughs> like a. I mean, we love a Friday night lights. Wild man. Yeah. Um, Russell's team was a, is actually the subject of a book by author Jim Dent entitled Twelve Mighty Orphans: The Inspiring Story of the Mighty Miles, a uh, Mighty Mites Who Ruled Texas Football. So evidently they were successful. So if you're interested in this, look that story up, and uh, you can learn more about the origination of the spread off- mm-hmm. offense, which you know now these days everyone's pretty much running. But yeah, for sure. Anyway, is that a... Never mind. I I thought that was a squirrel running across the yard, but it it, maybe it was a rat or something. Speaking of squirrels, (laughs) as random as they are, we're going to get into the random random topic of squirrels. Oh, gosh. I I hate... Look, we came up with this part, this segment to do, because squirrels were running around the backyard and the dog was trying to chase them and such, you know? Yes. They're annoying. I'm they, sorry. I hate squirrels. They are annoying. They're cute, but I hate them. But I like them. 
Because for anyone who's in college, you understand the general listener, you see that the college squirrel is not the same as the regular everyday squirrel. Because the college squirrel, if you sit anywhere outside on campus, they they flock to you. And they're like they're kind of like dogs, they're actually. They're interactive. They're very yeah, they're, interactive. They're, they're a lot like dogs because they bark. Dude, I was outside this morning. No, they don't. Some ravens were no, they don't. chirping hard because the ch- ravens are loud, too crows we call them birds are, i don't like birds they've been getting but. into my trash i wanted to run them off well they were the problem was there was a squirrel in the in the tree and about three ravens on the branches surrounding them almost like they were bullying them and what? he was barking at them nah, nah. i mean they make noise you should look it up they do See, I, don't, I know you don't believe they, that they do that i but, believe but they that do. they make noise i don't like the term barking because that's weird yeah, but i think that's what they call it i think that's what a you know a, the noise of an animal is a zoologist would call it is a bark well i like Squirrels, I think they're cool. I like that you can, the college squirrel you can interact with and the everyday squirrel. I like that there's a different type also. But aren't they rats with just a fluffy tail? I mean, I do think their fluffy tail is cute. I mean, but do you think, aren't they just rats with a fluffy tail? Yes or no? No. But they are rodents. They have personality though. I feel like a rat is so... Doesn't have a personality because it doesn't do funny things? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's true. But you know, like honestly... Squirrels look at you. Like a human looks at you. Well, they look at you because they're usually doing something very mischievous. I like that. Similar to my children. And rats but, just want to eat. But I, but I will say that I love the fluffy tail. It is cute. It does seem to be so much bigger than their body. But somehow they carry it around. It must be really light like a feather. But I love it because it's fluffy. And it kind of looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard. <laughs> he definitely has a rodent on his face. Self-care and grooming talk? Yeah. Okay. What do you got in mind? The difference between the what women have to do and what men have to do. Because your what you have to do... Yeah, but me specifically may not be fair because I have no hair. Yes. Bald with a beard. I, my son's laughing, but bald with a beard. I do definitely need to put wax in my beard because it goes crazy. I got to trim it up and the whole night. See, I... but Okay, you have to put wax in your beard. Uh, that's it. I, f- I mean, I feel like men should have a little bit more of a routine for it. Just because it'll keep you young, looking younger longer. And, you know, I mean, you don't have to. But I think that women are so much more conscious of it. And, like, for me personally, like, I have a friend who doesn't wash his face unless it's, like, in the shower. Which I think is outrageous. Cause I, mean, I, wash- I don't get up and wash my face. I wash it when I take a shower in the morning. Exactly. I wash my face twice a day, separate from my shower. And then I, I so and then it's toner and serum and moisturizer and sunscreen in, during the day. And it's, like, the the mentality is I mean, is you so guys care more about it. Of so, course. thus, it leads to more care. And I like it, personally. But I think you are on to something in the sense that you guys are more inclined. Well, I would like men to, to be. To be judged by that as opposed to men. Yes, but I would like them to be not just more aware of like I feel like it should be something that men also want to do because it's like go get a like go get a manicure as a dude like it's like there's nothing wrong with having. I, mean, I used to do that, but but the truth is to me it's kind of a waste of money because like I don't know I mean I, I don't know I just well for someone like yourself who likes I'd the, rather spend that on a massage. Well, for someone like yourself who likes the beach so much, like. I feel like a man should be like, okay, if I'm going to wear a flip-flop, I'm going to be a beach outside person, get a pedicure. But I don't really Keep wear flip-flops in public. Yeah, but if you're at the beach is more what I mean. Yeah, but I'm doing that. Who's gonna really going to get down and look at my 
toes. You know, I mean, you know, I don't want to be subjected to your such. gross feet out in public. <laughs> my feet aren't that gross, but no, I'm not I saying think you feet in general are gross. Yes, exactly. Like get a pedicure, try and keep it wrapped up. You yeah. Know. All right. Well, it's fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know, in conclusion, you know, this was our first episode and uh, Natty Championship talk. Yeah. But we've, you know, we're glad that you came along for our initial ride here. Hopefully, you liked it. Check us out on Twitter at nylons and pylons. Uh, well, I was going to say .com. That's our website, nylonsandpylons.com. We don't have any content up yet. It's parked. This is our first episode. We're going to build some content out for you guys, let you guys start getting interactive with us. Tweet us. Let us know Tweet what you Tweet us liked. at nylons and pylons. Um, and we'll go from there. We'll talk to you next time. Anything else? All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.